Welcome to Health Insurance 2.0. 2.0. Produced by Custom Insured LLC. The only podcast aimed at improving HR and administrative efficiency to meet the new standard in group health expectations. Through our unmatched benefits, we elevate employee productivity and improve recruitment. Thanks for listening. We are Health Insurance 2.0. Today, we are having a conversation with Michael Swartz. Uh, he is the president of a company called Health Karma, and um, I'm going to kind of you know, go over some information with him, have him a, uh, give him a chance to talk a little bit about his company and kind of what they do. Uh, but first and foremost, Michael, uh, just want to take a quick moment and say we appreciate you uh, taking some time to, to talk with us today. And thank you for inviting me. Definitely excited to be here. Definitely excited to speak to you and your listeners. Yeah. And uh, now your company, Health Karma, when uh, when did you guys establish this company? So it's an, it's an interesting story about how Health Karma came to be. So we, when we first started, uh, it was about 2017, I think it was, and it wasn't named Health Karma. Okay. Uh, it was a company, Medixol.com, and, and what we saw was, that with the Affordable Care Act, all of a sudden people were paying way more out of their own pocket because of these rising deductibles. So we thought the problem was that there was nowhere to shop around. There was, uh, people were just lost and they needed that place to go. So with that in mind, we built a marketplace that gave people the same experience they have booking a flight or a hotel on Priceline or Expedia, but for medical services. And then about four years ago, I think it was, uh, we launched the marketplace under the name Medixcell.com, and we had 25,000 providers who would list their pricing and services, and then we would drive uh, prepaid patients to these practices and when we launched, it gave us what any young, growing company needs, and that's actual user feedback, data, and insight. And what we found was that our original thinking that people were ready to be a healthcare consumer was not exactly the case. We started seeing when people didn't have insurance, they would know exactly what to do. They'd shop, they'd search, compare, book, pay, they'd show up, have a great experience. But... When people came with insurance, they would spend about seven minutes on the platform. They would create an account. They would do everything until the end, and they would drop off. So we started calling all Medicall members, and we found that people were confused. People, especially when they had insurance, didn't have the knowledge to be a healthcare consumer. And in any industry, if you don't have the knowledge, you're not going to act as a consumer. You're going to disengage. And that's what we saw. People started hesitating, not only interacting with our marketplace, but interacting with healthcare as a whole. I'm sure you know better than most, but I kind of compare healthcare today almost like buying a car at a dealership prior to the car maxes of the world having the no-haggle pricing where it's the price you see is the price you pay, and the online marketplaces like TrueCar where you could look up the price, 
a lot of people were scared to go into the dealership because they weren't confident in the knowledge they had in cars. So they felt that they'd be taken advantage of by the salesperson. And that is way worse in healthcare. So about two and a half years ago, we took a step back and we said, we need to build on this marketplace idea and we have to bridge the gap of knowledge, bridge the gap of confidence, really give people a single place to turn to be able to understand their healthcare situation, have it be personalized for them, whether they have insurance or not. It's a unique experience, unique features that add value based off of your situation. Can integrate your insurance, over 2,000 different insurance plans. And then give them the ability to find and access care uh, and really creating the highway. So we have over a million providers that you can search through. Uh, You can hook in your insurance and find ones that are in your network. And then we also have uh, virtual primary care and behavioral, all virtual. So for small employers, for uh, individuals, uh, we have a program that for $29.50 for an individual, uh, if you're part of an employer, $39.50 for an individual, if you're just by yourself, you're going to get $0 copay primary care, virtual, so you get to select the same doctor. You're going to get $0 copay urgent care, virtual, of course, 24-7 on demand. It's 12 o'clock at night. You're feeling sick. Boom. You can call speak to a licensed doctor. Uh, $0 copay behavioral, so uh, you're able to speak to a licensed therapist whenever you have any behavioral or mental concerns uh, and really create a benefit, a virtual benefit that enables people to have something, have some sort of care. And then the last thing Health Karma does is it gives them that single place for them to manage their healthcare journey, manage their family's healthcare journey. We want to make it as easy as possible, as understandable as possible. So that's what Health Karma is. One thing I'm hearing from you, Michael, and correct me if I'm wrong, is that your your platform sounds like it's very adaptable. In other words, that you guys are able to kind of integrate new features, uh, integrate new benefits to where it's not just something that's, you know, uh, kind of stuck in concrete for lack of a better way to put it. Am I wrong? Am I right on that? Uh, you're, you're spot on. I mean, when we built Health Karma, we realized that everybody's healthcare experience is different. Like what, what I need in my healthcare is probably different than what you need from your healthcare. And, with the pace of change in technology, the innovations, we had to really create a flexible system that could be a highway and could create personalized experiences. So take, for example, uh, you know, within Health Karma, you have the virtual primary care, you have the behavioral, you have the urgent care. You also have uh, the Rx coupon, so Health Karma Rx, you can search for different prescriptions. Uh, and because of how we structured our, our system, we are actually, uh, we've been getting a lot of interest 
from different organizations that are like, hey, if there was only some sort of dental or vision within this program, it would be incredible. So we are actually uh, right now uh, starting to work in uh, things like dental and vision, which will be available uh, December 1. And it's all about, for us, adding more and more value to our members and realizing that not everybody finds the same value as other people. So you might have, uh, you might have become a member of Health Karma because you, you have a high deductible health plan uh, that doesn't really have any telehealth or behavioral coverage. So you, your employer or you get our virtual primary care and behavioral program. We have other people that come to Health Karma because they're just completely confused and they're trying to find a primary care physician in their network near them and they come in to Health Karma for that and they stay because of the tools, the resources, and it really puts them in control of their own health care, and, and that's something that we haven't been as Americans in control. We've been more passive in the system, ending up with these massive, ridiculous bills with our premiums rising up every every uh, year. Right. So Health Karma is that highway, and we built it for exactly as you put it, to be able to bring in new offerings, new value, new programs that not are things that we think are valuable, but what our members and our partners and our employers are finding valuable. Yeah, and I love the um, the idea of the customization. You know, that's kind of our whole premise as well. And, you know, we've we've kind of had the attitude is like, you know, you can customize everything these days, right? So doesn't it make sense that you should be able to customize your health coverage or your health benefits as well, you know, considering how much money most people put into that, uh, unless they have their employer paying for it. But, uh, yeah, that's kind of our mindset is it only makes sense to be able to customize these things because, you know, just as you kind of touched on, needs can vary significantly. You know, you have a, a 20-year-old that's healthy, you know, they're never going to use their insurance. On the other hand, if you have a, you know, 58-year-old with health issues, you know, they're going to have prescriptions. They're going to go to the doctor regularly. They're going to, you know, know all their doctors intimately by that age probably. Um, or the behavioral health, that's another component that actually, you know, that's one thing we're always kind of looking for resources on. Because in our experience, that's actually kind of tough to to find, you know, coverage or, or benefits. So, Maybe tell me a little bit about how you guys kind of, um, you know, built out your behavioral uh, health component and, you know, maybe some of the value that people are getting from that. Yeah, no, and, and you're you're spot on. I mean, uh, look, this is the classic uh, example of, uh, touching on what you said, the classic example, I work for a company. I, I started the company. And they're like, oh, after 90 days, you get to elect your benefits. And great. And then they hand you this piece of paper. And this piece of paper has plan A, 
plan B, plan C. How the heck does anybody understand which plan is right for them? And right. that's the toughest part. And that's what's uh, so important about what you're doing, um, what Health Karma is doing, what other organizations are doing. They're, they're looking at it not as a one-size-fits-all approach, but an entire uh, – each person is unique. Each person is at the center, and that is one of the most important things. And that brings us to behavioral. Uh, you know, COVID uh, has been awful. I never want to experience it again. Uh, it's been crazy what a world we live in. But it did have a couple effects on healthcare, and one of them being it made people comfortable using digital health, especially telehealth, teletherapy. And the crazy part is, is that people were forced to speak to a doctor virtually, and they go through this experience, and they not only like it, but they ask themselves, why didn't I do this sooner? And that has been uh, just in the industry as a whole. We've seen just an incredible uptick. And then you add to the fact, us being locked down, locked in our houses, no social interaction for so long, uh, on your mental health, it's tough. And we know there's studies that show that you're, having good mental health is directly linked with lower medical costs. And you're starting to see employers, you're starting to see the world look at mental health in a new light. And, and credits were credits due to people like Naomi Osaka, Simone Biles, Kevin Love. Uh, people are speaking out on this. So we knew the value in, in behavioral. And when we were starting to lay this foundation, we really looked into the behavioral space and, and we, we started uh, speaking to health karma members, to people that were nowhere associated, just random people, just to get their experiences when it comes to behavioral health. And we were just blown away by a couple of things. The first was that a lot of times people, if they tried booking an appointment, they couldn't get an appointment for weeks out, especially if they were a new patient, like months. And then the cost, a lot of the therapists didn't accept their insurance or their insurance didn't have good mental health coverage. So, you have these factors of the behavioral experience, the stigma starting to wear off, people being comfortable with telehealth, and we knew that there was a solution in virtual, in virtual therapy. So what we started to do was, again, we, we're building a highway. I mean, we had a decision to make. It was like, hey, do we want to be a telehealth company? Do we want to create a telehealth company? Do we want the, all the different pieces associated with that? There's telehealth everywhere. We want to be a solution that brings in the best 
products, the best services, the highest quality, and put it all in one place, create an unbelievable consumer experience, and make it affordable. So to, that led us to start talking to potential organizations, potential partners, and luckily we found a partner that had a nationwide network of uh, master's level therapists, and we built this program to be able to give people within the base health karma virtual primary care and behavioral in the moment care. And what I mean by in the moment, let's say you're at work and something triggers you and now your anxiety is going off the wall. You might not have the ability to, to wait too long to schedule an appointment. You might want to speak to somebody right now. So we give you the ability to speak to that master's level therapist in the moment. But maybe you can't speak right now. So we also give that member the ability to say, I want to speak to somebody at 6 o'clock tonight. And we make that happen. And, again, this is the master's level therapist. Uh, they help you through behavioral concerns. They also, let's say you need follow-up, they'll schedule that. What they don't do, and I want to make this clear, what they don't do, what you do not get is a psychiatrist at that cost that writes medication. With that being said, we do give people the ability to connect and schedule with a psychiatrist. There's just an additional visit cost that uh, they pay, um, but what we are, the feedback we were receiving, speaking to people about their behavioral health journey, we realized that there is a need for the ability to speak to somebody, to schedule out, that it's not always about, I need to get prescribed this pill or that pill. A lot of times people just need somebody to talk through things, and that's what we put together within uh, this program so that because health karma, we look at everything as your whole health. Like everything's so interconnected. Your medical is connected. Your health is connected to, like, you having good dental health you having good mental health, all these things, you staying active, all these things you do in your life, all these decisions make up how healthy and well you are. So we couldn't put together a program that was just any old telehealth or virtual primary care. We said, hey, if we're really going to create something for the underserved, and the underserved right now is, us everyday Americans as individuals, small employers, which make up the lifeblood of the U.S. economic engine. I mean, it's small employers. I mean, you have about 98% of all employers are small. So this program was put together to be able to bring all these different pieces 
make it easy, simple, and give people the ability that they don't have to worry about like, oh, I got to pay $15 for this. Like it's all $0 copay. So you're able to use this program, whether it's the virtual primary care, the behavioral, as a way to get the care you need initially. And then you can, if you have insurance, you can use your insurance when you need it. So you're not reaching into your deductible. Like me personally, I have a high deductible with an HSA combined with our virtual primary care and behavioral. And it's incredible. I'm also younger, I'm healthy, I'm active. Uh, so I, I haven't needed, knock on wood, to really use my insurance. I use the virtual primary care and behavioral, and I haven't reached into my insurance. Again, um, that's my case. Not everybody's the same. And it, it goes back to what you guys do, what we just touched on, and it's this idea that what's right for me might not be right for you. But right. that's what Health Karma is, is that we put together different programs so that you can have a program that's right for you, and it doesn't have to be the same program that's right for me. Yeah, and the mental health component in particular, um, you know, not only like you mentioned, just where it's becoming a less of a stigma, you know, more people are, are trying to put it out there that it's okay to, to ask for help or it's okay to have, you know, these things going on. There's nothing wrong with that. Um, but also, you know, that's one of the most requested benefits that we've had from clients from day one, you know, even before COVID, um, uh, that's probably outside of prescriptions, probably the, the one benefit that people ask about more than any other. So, um, yeah, yeah definitely a big, big fan of, um, you know, any resources for that. Uh, another thing I wanted to kind of, um, uh, prod you on or probe you on a little bit is, you know, one of the things you guys mentioned is that you integrate the information with the current health insurance into your platform. Um, yep. So tell me a little bit about maybe how that comes together and kind of what yeah, so that was for, the, for your users. Definitely. definitely. So that, that was uh, when we first started building Health Karma. That was one of the big icky problems because uh, we started building Health Karma pre-COVID. And then we launched uh, Health Karma a little bit before COVID, I think. And then COVID happened, and it changed everything. So, right. <laughs> but, so that insurance was, was the first, or one of the first big problems we were trying to solve. So we started looking at how the hell does doctor's offices do it? How the hell do insurance companies do it? Like, there's got, like what does the landscape look like? And that led us to these companies that essentially are clearinghouses. They are, you would never know they were there, but they have technology that facilitates the doctor and the insurance company running claims. And if you think about that process, you go into the doctor. A lot of doctors uh, don't have a incredible ability to give you your eligibility, like how much are you going to pay? Some do. Uh, you usually walk out and you end up with the bill just because they don't have the ability because it's so confusing. 
but the technology is in place, the infrastructure is in place. So we went to these companies and we said, how does this all work? And they went through this and I said, this is going to be a untraditional use case for you guys, but would we be able to use this, your technology, your data, not to run claims, you know, at some point possibly, but can we use this, use this infrastructure to be able to integrate our members' insurance if they have it, and then personalize the experience. So we started working with them and we repurposed this technology to be able to integrate into over 2,000 different insurance plans. Now, let me put a caveat here. There are way more than 2,000 insurance plans out there. There are so many. So it's not guaranteed that your insurance is going to connect. I mean, it's a crazy, crazy system. Now, if we don't connect, uh, there's an easy way to uh, it shoots off which insurance you have to us. We work with uh, our partner, our data partner, to be able to uh, turn on that integration, uh, and then we reach back out. But essentially, it enables us to then get all the information about the insurance, and then it's our job to decipher it. Like we, if I was just to take what the insurance company's data says about deductibles and that, like it's just no person without a experience in this billing industry really know how to do it. I mean, think of a doctor's office. They have billing departments that do this. So we built our system and in a way where it can get smarter and it basically takes it in. It then puts it in a way where when you hook it in, you're now able to see everything about your plan in a understandable way. We call it flipping the script of healthcare, like making the language of healthcare human so that people whether you're in Kansas or Arkansas or Alabama or California or New York or Florida, you pick this up, you hook in your insurance, you're going to know what it means. And then your experience is personalized from there out. So if you then say, hey, I need to find a primary care or a chiropractor or an ENT, we have over a million providers that you can find. And because your insurance is integrated, it's already hooked in. So when you search, we have the data about what's in network and what's out of network so that we can then bring that in so that it's right for you. You don't end up with a crazy bill because you went to the wrong person. You went to somebody who's out of network. And again, we can only do so much if you go to a doctor and then they uh, bring in somebody who's not in your network, like we can't foresee that. But it's our what we try to do is we try to make that journey on understanding your insurance 
uh, different ways to navigate your insurance. So education is a really crucial part to help karma. And then going and interacting and just using the healthcare system, we want to empower our members to be able to make the right decisions for them. We're not making the decisions for them, but we're giving them the right information at the right time in language and a way they can understand so that they don't just disengage because there's so much confusion. And that's been an incredible uh, learning process for, for me because I'm not from the insurance world. But the past three years, I've been diving in and I have this uh, saying, uh, a lot of people say like, oh, it never ceases to amaze me. I, I it keep on coming out that healthcare never ceases to disgust me. Uh, <laughs> there's so much craziness. And a lot of times, think about who actually matters in the healthcare journey. It's all based around the doctor and the patient. And in our system, a lot of times, both sides are in the dark. It's not like uh, there's a lot of great doctors trying to do their best. Now, there are some bad apples, but for the most part, they're just as in the dark as us consumers or us patients. Yeah, no doubts on that. I can't tell you how many doctors, you know, every time I go to the doctor, I always try to, you know, probe their, their understanding and their their knowledge of the billing and things like that. And yeah, to a person, they're they're all clueless. Um, you know, because for the most part, they're working at bigger companies so that they kind of offload all that admin to where, you know, realistically, they're just kind of an employee. So, you know, it's kind of a, you know, win-win for them in some respects. Uh, and, yeah, a lot of what you're touching on, you know, it, it kind of um, taps into to not only the beauty but the ugliness of the health insurance industry. And, you know, what I mean by that personally is, you know, yeah, ugly, there's all kinds of holes and inefficiencies and there's so much, but part of the beauty is because of all that, you know, companies like yours, companies like ours can come in with creative solutions to, you know, create efficiencies, to create better experiences for people just because there's so much room to do that, right? <laughs> there's so many opportunities to improve people's experience when it comes to healthcare and health insurance. Look, I think, I, I think, uh, Healthcare today uh, is almost like been finance 10, 15 years ago. And what I mean by that is we're talking about a very complex, two very complex industries, very sensitive information. So there's a lot of trust that's needed. But a lot of people just are lost, confused. And what you had in FinTech where a lot of companies, and now it's incredible, some of these fintech companies that are coming in, but you take, for example, like NerdWallet. They came in and said, hey, we're going to focus on one education through personalization so you get you know, content that is for you, and then we're going to help match you with the right products and services based off of your situation and your preferences. 
they didn't make the decision for you. What they did is they gave you a place to be able to have every resource and tool for you to make the right decision. And I think that's what we're starting to see in, in healthcare, very complex industry, uh, companies, uh, organizations realizing that uh, it's all about the consumer. You need to empower the consumer. You need to arm them with the tools and resources and healthcare is so unique. I mean, think of this. This is blows my mind. You could have uh, one insurance carrier, so let's say Aetna, and then they have, let's say, 50, and I'm just, these aren't real numbers, but let's say they have 50 plans. And we're, let's take a look at Dr. Smith in the network. He might be in the network of 30 of those 50 plans. And the 30 plans he's part of, each, like let's say we're going in for just like in, just a visit, a checkup, that's it, nothing else, you're not getting a flu shot. But that visit on those 30 plans are all different costs. It's all different costs. That's like saying I go into CVS and because I have a visa, uh, my candy bar is $5, and because you have American Express, you're getting it for $2. It doesn't, it doesn't make sense. Mm-hmm. And it's things like that, that there's so many different pieces and complexities that it leaves us in the dark as consumers, and then it makes us say, I'm going to avoid this at all costs. And don't even get me started about, like, medical records and and that stuff. Like, it's who uses facts? Mm -hmm. Who still uses facts? Doctors still use facts. The healthcare system still uses facts. And it's probably the most effective way to get in touch with a lot of doctors' offices. That's what we're dealing with in healthcare right now. Yeah, just, uh, you know, as I kind of mentioned earlier, right, so many opportunities uh, to create a better system, a better experience for people. And that's, you know, a lot of what we kind of respect about what you guys are doing and, um, you know, what you're putting together, um, you know, as you've kind of seen for yourself and we've seen for ourselves, you know, there, there's a need for for resources and customization and, and education, Um we are kind of pressing up a little bit here on our time, but before I want to you know, wrap up, I want to just maybe on a personal note from you, you know, what kind of uh, led you, you know, down your path to end up where you are, you know, doing yeah. health and health, uh, yeah. health uh, network and related type things, you know, what, yeah. how'd you end up here? So, it's a great question. So uh, all of my life I wanted to be, in finance, I wanted to either be an investment banker, I wanted to be a uh, uh, private equity guy or venture capital guy. And I made that happen. I hustled my way. I went to school in Jacksonville, Florida. Uh, I graduated college. Um, instead of when all my friends were going on spring break, I said, I'm going to the frigid New York winter and uh, I'm going to get interviews. And I booked the trip before I had interviews. Somehow hustled my way into an investment bank. And I loved it. I'm like living my dream. Well, while I was in New York, I turned 26. 
And for people that have recently turned 26, they know that now they're not able to be part of the family health insurance plan. So I'm living in New York. I just lost my health insurance. I am paying 1250 a month for a room the size of a closet. Again, I'm in New York. I'm just, you know, hustling my way up and didn't have much family there. And I'm a millennial. So what did I try to do? Well, I first tried to see like what insurance would cost me. And then I, it was an easy decision. I'm not going to pay for health insurance. So then I'm like, okay, well, I got to save every dime. Like, I need a primary care doctor. So I went through this experience of trying to find a primary care doctor that was affordable for somebody who was uninsured in New York without much family or I did have friends, but again, they probably had insurance uh, from their employer. I was not so lucky. Like my employer, we were a small boutique investment bank. Like I didn't have insurance. They didn't offer insurance. And I went through this experience, and I'm thinking to myself, I search online for everything. Whatever it is, I, I can find it, but not here. So I'm, like, on, like, six different platforms, and, you know, I finally found a doctor. Don't tell me how, uh, but probably weeks of researching and digging Google. Uh, and I'm thinking to myself, there's got to be a better way. So I'm still working at the investment bank and I dive into the industry because now I'm like really intrigued. Like there's got to be something. My millennial mindset can't take it that there's no app for this. <laughs> and I realized after months of gigging, it was nothing. There was nothing really. And as I dove in further, I realized how messed up the industry was. And that's when the light bulb went off, like, hey, I think there's an opportunity to, you know, solve my own problem and fix my own problem. And remember, because of my own experience and me being a millennial, me wanting to shop around, per se, it led to the conception of this marketplace like Priceline Expedia for medical services. Uh, and then since then, since, like, I've, decided like, hey, we're going to fix healthcare. It's going to be us. Um, I was naive. I think I said these words, I'm going to Ubertize healthcare. (laughs) One piece at a time. (laughs) It was uh, not as easy as I thought it would, but I'm a problem solver. And if you love solving problems, if you're a builder, there's no better industry than healthcare. There are so many problems. Each problem creates five more problems, and these problems layer onto problems. So I was in like heaven, and I just fell in love. So uh, after trying to uh, fly back and forth, because I love living in the city, uh, but I was spending so much time in Florida trying to build on this idea uh, that. I'm like, hey, I'm barely at my closet size room in New York, but I'm paying. Um, I'm going to move back to Florida. 
And let me just tell you, no income tax after being city, state, and local. <laughs> Woo! It's fantastic. Go get a media raise, huh? Yeah. So that's kind of what led me to healthcare, and I haven't looked back. Uh, yeah, well, it's just like uh, so many other things. You know, necessity is the you know the the mother or father of invention. Uh, you know, I never would have envisioned myself ending up in the health insurance industry either, and kind of a similar to you. You know, I just stumbled into this thing and. Uh, yeah, just I see problems and inefficiencies, and my mindset is to try to try to fix those things too. So, uh, yeah, we're uh, we love uh, where you guys are going with what you're doing. You know, um, you know, not that you need us to to reinforce the value, but yeah, we see huge value. Um, and you know, with all that being said, we appreciate you taking the time to kind of come on and and talk with me a little bit today. Um, yeah. You have any kind of final points or any kind of final things? Yeah, you, my you final point. I have I have two points. Uh, first point is anybody's interested in uh, checking out Health Karma, uh, getting the virtual primary care and behavioral program, or just taking a look, you can go to www.healthkarma.org, um, and that will show you the plan, the information, you can uh, purchase it, or you could create a free account. You can join for free. You're not going to get all the $0 copay stuff, of course. On another note, if any of the listeners have a story, have an ecstatic experience with healthcare, like let's say it's a horror story. We're in October, so if, if there's a healthcare horror story or just an experience where you're like, it just shocked you, shocked maybe it was a friend, a family. I want to hear about it. Uh, so if you do and you want to share, uh, you can email me at mystory at healthkarma.org. Uh, we're going to be uh, launching a podcast soon uh, on basically having people of all walks of life on telling their experience, their story of healthcare interacting, good, bad, ugly, uh, or maybe it ended up being great because you had guidance or somebody helped you through. Whatever it is, I would love to hear about it. So, uh, again, you can email me at uh, mystory at healthkarma.org. So, I definitely appreciate you inviting me on, and thank you to all the listeners for tuning in. But uh, I'm excited to to hear from you. Yeah, I gotta think uh, that there's no shortage of stories out there. We've certainly heard plenty of our own, so <laughs> uh, you should be uh, should get plenty of feedback on that. Uh, well, thanks again, Michael. We uh, we do appreciate the time. We love what you guys are doing, and um, we wish you nothing but the best of uh, luck going forward. Awesome, and thank you, and good luck to what you're doing, and uh, I definitely uh, appreciate the time. Absolutely, man. appreciate that. To learn more about the valuable services we extend through employee group health plans, you can visit us at www.bettergrouphealth.com. Learn how to upgrade your company coverage to the new standard of a post-pandemic reality. We are Health Insurance 2.0.